Jonathan for joining us here on PM Express. I'm pretty sure you've watched our special investigative documentary on the PBC, the, uh, uh, the produce buying company. And we're going to get into that tonight. The reason why we chose to focus on this, because in a country, uh, for a country that is in crisis, uh, you're one of the biggest earners has to perform. If cocoa fails to perform, we are going to have even more serious challenge on our hands, more damning, more serious than we're currently experiencing. That's why this is a very important subject to look at. And it feeds into a bigger picture, really. In the last few years, we've actually seen that the, we've seen a certain decline in cocoa and its contribution uh, to, to our economy. And that's one of the things that uh, we are uh, looking at to, in essence, try and get to the bottom of the challenge. And this PBC example is just the latest in the long history, recent history, of things that appears not to go right when it comes to managing the cocoa sector and its contribution to, to the country. And you see on your screens there where we are when it comes to PBC. And PBC, by the way, it is, the, uh, is, the, is that uh, vehicle that a state uses to buy the cocoa that uh, our farmers produce and, and sell. It is not entirely uh, state-owned, but it's a significantly state-owned uh, enterprise that, in essence, buys the cocoa and sells it. Now, as we speak, if you look at the market share, Charlie, that we've just put on a screen for you, that market share has dwindled from 30.9% all the way to somewhere 8, 8%. So that tells you a, a, a story already, and that the private sector, more than 92% of the cocoa that we produce is being bought and sold by private companies. Many of them, they are not even um, Ghanaian-owned companies. Because the PBC used to be the only, only wholly owned Ghanaian entity backed by the state to do business with our own cocoa farmers. And as we see, it's been run down, to put it mildly, over the last few years. And so that share is now down to 8%. But here's a, here's a catch. Because of the challenge, the taxpayers' money has been pumped a lot into this because the as you know, the Cocoa Board has now been forced to fund the PBC's own purchases, but they've been incurring significant losses. The bank, they owe the bank more than 500 million CDs, and that is also leaving a, a hole. And it, it all ties up. It all makes sense, right? All this debt conversation that we're having, every little drop that you see leak from PBC may contribute to that problem as well. And that's a decline that we've seen over the period. And we've seen this a disagreement between the past administration and the current administration about who is to blame and who did what and who didn't. Real, the real question to ask is why is the PBC in its current state for a, a player that represents our interest for a sector that contributes so significantly to the economy? That is pretty alarming. And they've, they've engaged in this war of words. Uh, we'll get into the real reasons why the PBC is where we are from the perspective of um, the previous administration, but also the current administration, which you've heard. And then this, this table tells a story in terms of the uh, total revenue. So the, the losses here. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Blech. And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash... <sighs> 
Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags. Uh, staggering. Staggering losses over, over the period is what they, they've recorded. I mean, my, my colleague, Quitty, who did this work, uh, indicates that if the, the finance ministry tracked the losses from 2016 to 2020, they arrived at a significant loss in revenue uh, amounting to 2.9 billion uh, CD. So that, that's, that's quite a lot of money that uh, has gone down, that PBC is, is losing, that they could make 50%, he says. 50% of what they're making is, is a loss. They've lost 50% of their revenue. And no wonder they've lost the market share. Because without money, you can't buy and purchase the cocoa. And so the private sector is taking over that particular space there. Now, if you look at the you know, shareholding, the top five largest shareholders uh, when it comes to the BBC, you look at the SNIT, state-owned SNIT. You look at the Ministry of Finance with uh, 36% following. Then you look at the Tiger Mutual Fund. You look at the NTHC. You look at the SD, STD norms. And so if you look at the state interest there, that is the overwhelming uh, majority stakeholder in this particular uh, ownership. And so the taxpayers' resources, the, your interest and my interest is here, and it's been mismanaged uh, to where we currently see. So that's a conversation uh, we'll be having today uh, with, with the, the individuals involved, and, and we'll talk to the Cocoa Board as well and how they are also trying to manage this particular problem. Stay with me after the break. We'll get into the details. All of a sudden, my voice I hear different. And when you try a call, Bama, bring me the honey whiskey. You know the one? Black Rock Whiskey. Honey Whiskey. Shale, honey, dear Frau. Black Rock Whiskey is strong. Now, so taste me is smooth. And it goes down easy. Excuse me. Bama! Bama! Bring my friend one Black Rock Whiskey. Black Rock Whiskey, blended with natural honey flavor. Hey, what's up? Bama. Hey, what the over six cantons are that? You all been to a man, I know. Me the Black Rock Whiskey, Tabby, the feel is smooth, Nasno. Drink responsibly. Not for sale to persons under 18 years of age and not recommended for pregnant women. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. My name is C. I'm a person living with HIV. I got to know of my HIV status when I became pregnant. Since then, I have successfully been delivered of an HIV-negative baby, thanks to PMTCT services. I follow the guidelines and take my HIV medicine called ARVs every day to date. This makes me strong, healthy, and prevents me from passing HIV onto my baby. Please avail yourself for PMTCT services when pregnant. It is the only way to ensure that you do not transmit HIV onto your baby during pregnancy, birth, and breastfeeding. Even if you have tested for HIV recently, 
and was negative. Test again when pregnant. If you test positive, take the baby back to the hospital immediately after birth, as directed by your healthcare provider. The baby will also be given medicine immediately after birth and tested to ensure that both mother and baby are well. Let's work together to have a generation free of HIV. Our children must be free to shine. Your favorite on-air business development program on radio, Joy Business Masterclass, is now showing on Joy News. It's absolutely important for you to put a structure to your business. It's interesting. Please continue, Rich. Masterclass will come your way with the very best of facilitators who will guide you through specific areas of business, finance, economy, and industry. Don't miss this practical and comprehensive knowledge-sharing experience with people and business. Joy Business. Empowering prospering together. Thanks for staying with us. Uh, I want to bring in Fifi Boafo. He's a public affairs manager at the Cocoa Board. They've been uh, forced to carry a bit of the burden uh, with the PVC obviously struggling and they're having to uh, carry a bit of this by paying a bit of the, uh, giving them money so they can, they can survive. But this is a company that should not be operating like that because once they make, they get the money, they buy, they sell, they make profit, they should simply run itself sustainably, but that's not the case. Uh, Steven Ananebwating is the president of the uh, Ghana National Cocoa Farmers Association. And the, the key thing about them is that they produce the cocoa that everybody else is buying. Why is it that they prefer to do business uh, with the private license buying companies and not uh, the indigenous, indigenously owned PBC? I want to get into that and understand a bit of this also. And then we'll be joined by Anana Ajinim Bwating. He's a former managing director of a produce buying company. I, 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 I need him here because I want to understand uh, why we are where we are today. Um, in the previous management had said that uh, in 2013, they are about where he was, the, he was the head. They are seeing significant declines. He's disputed that. Uh, but uh, the real problem is diagnosing the challenge and also prescribing solutions. And so he, he joins us on the telephone line Right now, um, uh, Fifi, I, let me start with you. And I, I, I was looking at um, the challenge that the PBC is going through, the huge debt on your books, more than 500 million, the, the significant losses that you are making. And from everything I've heard you explain before, now the Cocoa Board is having to finance a bit of what they do. But do we really still need a PBC? Should we still be spending money on them? After all, they only have 8% of the market share. And clearly, we are so fine. Yeah, well, everyone's 8% is significant. Um, 8% of, say, 850,000 metric tons is significant. 
But I made a point um, early on that uh, if you look at the operations of PBC, it is critical in the sense that even though you have over 65 licensed buying companies, PBC, if we may call them the buyer of last resort, there are some specific uh, areas where the other licensed buying companies do not fancy, but the PBC will go the extra mile of ensuring that they buy from these uh, areas. So, for example, places like the Volta Uti region and very remote places along the, uh, along the cocoa uh, communities. PBC will go the extra mile by buying from these places. So, sure, PBC is very important to us and their continuous assistance in the business is critical. Even though PBC margin has reduced, and we are now talking about 8%, 9%, the company that is doing better, or the companies that are doing better than PBC are only two at present, and they are doing less than 20%. So yes, PBC is still within the first three most performing licensed buying companies. One thing we need to also note uh, is if that... If you, if you may, can you explain this? So the, the two others doing better than PBC, yeah. you said they are doing less than 20%. Yeah, they are doing less than 20%. So PBC is eight. So let's say, give or take, all three, the big boys, are doing 30. So who is doing the 70? Who is taking up on the 70%? Yeah, we have about 65 licensed buying companies. Mm. All of them private? But, uh, the only one that is public is uh, PBC. The PBC. The rest are private. We have six foreign-owned uh, uh, foreign companies, and the rest are locally owned. Yeah. So, so, uh, there's, so, so there appears to be some healthy competition there. And and the yeah, uh, PBC, which is largely state-owned, is mm-hmm. currently struggling in an economic crisis. I, I return to the question. Where is the justification to continue giving them money? When Cocoa itself is, just, is, having, is struggling by, by themselves. I mean, because the, everybody is struggling in this economy. The final well, minister said help. that even your loans now, they are trying to restructure it. So why are you still giving them help? Leave them to float or sink. No. Giving them money is nothing new. All licensed buying companies until recently get some support from Cocoa Board. That is the seed fund we give them. Beginning every year, you know Cocoa Board will go for the syndication. When we syndicate for the money, there's a portion that is given to the licensed buying companies to go out there and buy the cocoa from the farmers and then give it out to Cocoa Board and then Cocoa Board will pay for the difference. So all licensed buying companies until recently enjoy that support. Recently, government decision is that for the foreign-based companies, they are not supposed to enjoy the uh, seed funds we give to the companies. We should only give it to the, uh, li- uh, the local companies. So the local companies are the only companies enjoying. So it's not just PBC alone. The only difference with the PBC arrangement presently is that with PBC, they do not have to go to the bank to raise a collateral to come for the seed fund because it's a ch- there's a, there is a challenge for them to raise collateral to come for the seed fund or the guarantee. So there's a special arrangement where Ministry of Finance, SIGA come in and we give them the seed fund. So they do not have to spend on the guarantee. And apart from that, they also don't have to provide a guarantee in getting it. So the money they they ordinarily pay to the banks, they save it and it forms part of their working capital. So it is a support we give them. But the idea... 
and yet they are they are having losses. The private guys do not get the same treatment, and yet they are doing okay and, and floating and doing and thriving. They own the bank one and five hundred million. But uh, bear in mind, Evans, the challenge they have or the uh, fall in their market share is not only because they are having financial challenges. Yes, that's part of their challenges. But the fact that you also have competition, because bear in mind, the first three companies, you still find PBC in there. The fact that there is competition, there are other companies that are going the extra mile to make sure that they are able to stay business and make profit. That is why you find PBC margins dropping. Because when PBC was moved out from Cocoa Board, they enjoyed monopoly. The monopoly is no more. Now there is competition. The numbers have increased, and the fact that the numbers have increased, you have more people competing for the same amount of cocoa that is bought. Except, except that, Fifi, the challenge with PBC is not only the drop in the market share. It is just one of the symptoms. Other problem, they are hemorrhaging huge amounts of money, the losses. The, the SOE report shows that. The finance ministry's own report shows that in billions, right? They, they are now these the, the big struggle to pay their own staff. They struggle to even buy the cocoa. I mean, they've struggled in the past. Sometimes they can't even buy at all. Sometimes they, they wait. They miss the main season. By the time they go, the rest of the market, the people, licenses by, I've, I've, I've bought the, the chunk of it. So this is clear case of mismanagement across the board, even with all the help that you give them. But you see, the drop in the market share also affects their revenue. Because the more you are able to buy, then the amount you also make from the business also increases. So if there's a drop in your market share, it also affects your revenue. So that is another challenge they have at this point. Um, I, am, I am not in a position to speak for PBC and why these challenges are there. But bear in mind the point I made at the beginning of our conversation. There's something PBC does, which the other companies do not offer us that, and there's the need for us to ensure that PBC stays. Of course, it is still state-owned. And the fact that it is state-owned means that I and you, Evans, are shareholders or we have some interest which there's the need for us to protect. Because, yes, Coco Board has the supervising uh, authority. It's all equally a state-owned. So there's every reason why we have to make sure that PBC stays. If you look at the number of people who are employed by PBC, about 700 people, do we say that let's let the company go bust and all these persons lose their employment? For what I understand, they've actually been forced to downsize from over 1,000 to that number. But, but Fifi, stay with me let, quickly. Let me bring in uh, my other panelists into the conversation. Nana Jiman Boateng, uh, former managing uh, director of produce buying company, joins me right now. Nana, I need to ask you, it's been said in, uh, in our piece that the decline of PBC started at your time, when you were, you were the head. Can you give us an understanding why PBC is where it is today, failing in all aspects of what he's been set up to do? Elena, please unmute for me because I can't hear you. Please unmute for me. Um, thank you very much. Well, whilst it does that, um, also joining me is Stephen Ananibwating. He's the president of the Ghana National Cocoa Farmers Association. I'll get us shortly. Now you were telling me. Good evening, Evans, and good evening to your cherished viewers and listeners. 
And good evening to Fifi Bafo and all other panelists. Yes, it is not true that if you look at the trend, and as I have been emphasizing, we wouldn't have come in when, because we didn't have any business. Well, the, the reference point was from 2016 at 30.8 and declining. Yeah. But when yeah. the discourse was that it dates back to 2013, that is where I requested for this to speak to it. If you look at the record from 2013, 14, 14, 15, 15, 16, 16, 17, when the president and Honorable Brian Edu in their good self discussed that I moved to CPC, we were doing 32 to 30.8%. So it is not true that we had a decline in the market share. Okay. okay. But from what I understand, from what if you look at history, when PBC was first set up, you, the PBC had a monopoly. And so we have a 100% share. So clearly, over time, as the market then became more liberalized, others have entered the space and the market share had dwindled significantly. But the market share challenge is not the only challenge that we have. We have currently, as I just mentioned, significant losses, um, unable to pay his, his, low, his debt that he's, he's taking from the banks. So generally, there's a, there's a fundamental problem. They are the PBC. What, what is it that has caused this? Okay, again, um, to just reiterate what Fifi Boafo said, in 1997, is when the Peru report decided that we need to do a restructuring of this monopoly to allow other, allow competition, both in the internal marketing and external marketing. Yeah. That is the processes. So that is how in 2002, PBC, as produced by Company Limited, was floated with the shares as you enumerated there. Yeah. So that's what we had in the cash flow and the Federated and the Unicorn. So it is from 2002 is when this thing happened. When CPC was floated, then we didn't have any working capital. So ever since that time, as we have explained to you, it's always been a system that Board goes for this guarantee, and then all LBCs solicit from the banks and then get this facility. And that was how it run from 2002. So just like he said, because PBC is the buyer of last resort, and what that means is that they are the only institution that goes across everywhere, including buying the LICO. And that's what governments and Cocoa Board have supported them since 2002. So every year by year, you get your guarantees from the banks, you get it to Cocoa Board. And that is how it's run. So until 2016, this is the same structure that we all have been running. And that is how this, yesterday, the question was asked that, what, why are we here? Because in 2009, 2010, 2010, 11, 2012, we saw that we had the back-to-back -back first. And that's how we looked at it and said that. You cannot always rely on the crop where you need to do a forecast. Can we get into other diversity? And that's why we went to the AGM, and with approval of the owners of the company, we decided to do this diversification which we had this um, guest house at Kumasi, a seven-room guest house. And then we decided that we'll get that into a hotel. That's why we have the Golden Bean Hotel. When PBC was the only buyer who were into it, into the share nuts, and 
cashew and coffee. So here again in 2006, the then president Kofor invited Cocoa Board and all of us that how can we also get into that side, which is now only a regulator by Cocoa Board. And that's how we invested in that thing, which we have that chef factory. So as I've been explaining, we had all these numbers of 1,178 workers with 24,000 agencies, buying clerks, watchmen, and they were all on this payroll, yet we had not completed the Golden Bead and Bube, but yet they were on our payroll until 2014 when they started operation. So this is where I came in that I don't have any business as to what that. Uh, but I only came in because when the reference point was that mm-hmm. is from 2013, which I disputed, and that's why we are still here, and I want to talk about okay, it. So if you look at the structure you just talked about, does it make it almost impossible for PBC to be a profitable entity? Why so? Because we have run the same business like all the other LBCs are running. Where, where, like you making, where are you making profit in your time? Yes, that's why I just alluded that in 2009, 10, 10, 11, 11, 12, we were the club and we made profit and paid dividends into the government. And that's how we decided that without margin, we'll get into other businesses. And that's how we changed the name produced by a company to PBC Limited. Okay. If we're not making profit, we didn't have gone there. So this is how hmm. we got in. And because we didn't have any working capital, we agreed with the banks. And for your information, there are some banks who don't take the cocoa board collateral. They also give facilities as overdrafts. So Cal Bank, Barclays Bank, Societe General, and Echo Bank. We told them that we don't have working capital, but we want to get into this diversification. So we will be running it year by year so that anytime we will use our margin to be paying off that cost of the investment. And that's what I explained that it is that 289 million, which was that debt as of 2016-17 when I was handing over. And that 289 million was a 42.5 million investment in Golden Bean, 38 million investment in Bupe, 10 million rehabilitating the office where we are now because that place, every time it rains, it was terrible. So we discussed with the parents' dog, and as I have that edifice there, we live stayed there, we moved it. We had to open up more regional offices, and that is how the money came up. And in that diversity, we did state that it's going to be four years, it's payable. Yesterday, could you ask the lady, and she alluded that Golden Bean is now making profit. So what it means is that if you invested for the 2.5 million in an investment, and in five years, as the cash flows alluded that we make profit and it's making profit, then that is true. When we invested in the Bupesha, government gave us $10 million, Cocoa Board, to give us this money. Here, Ivan, this is an investment where you do 200 tons a day. So even in machinery, even if you are doing 80% capacity, it is 160 tons. You work in a factory of a 330 working day. It's not like the normal 365 days. So 160 by 330 is 52,800. In the share extraction, you extract 48% out of that. So that is 52,848% gives you 25,344. Sold at the crude price of $1,400. It gives you 
a margin of $35 million, when at even today 11.5 is equivalent to 390 million cities. That, even if they use it to their core business at the bias margin of 789, is equivalent like PBC purchasing 404,000 tons, which is more than 50%. And this is a job for only 200 workers. So the question is that, as you saw, what is it that this management abandoned that structure and left it fallow? That is the question. Because that is why this morning I was repeating myself that the two investments that were there is a viable entity. So now, if you go to Ghana Nats, Fuji, they are the Japanese guys there. We had this land that we did the extension there that over time would have get, gotten into the fractionalization. From this 25,344, even as when you do 33% as right, it brings you to 8363, and that is sold for 5,500 mm. euros. So it means that that place of 200 workers only would have been giving you 490 million CDs, which is even more than the revenue of a job where you have 1,178 workers across board. So the question that everybody is asking is that why did it happen that from 2016, they've left this business out? Again, yeah. we set up an input unit. This input, people will tell you that now today that stock in trade of all these LBCs is getting into the organic. So this niche market is where the suppliers pay $150 additional to the premium of what Cocoa Board gives all LBCs. Yeah. CPPC was the first institution that introduced this. We went with it. This new management team came and they stopped it. Okay. So the question again is that why is it that you're having all these two-ton cocoa See, PBC brought them in here to Ghana. And we started this traceability with them. We started the Red Plus, that activity with the um, Forest Commission. Yeah. That is as a way to curtail the Tanoehu forest before the beginning of the season. We will measure that because we saw that 26,000 hectares of land were being depleted. So what is it as a way to stop this ecotourism? So we had it with the Netherlands Embassy, and they gave us 33 million euros. So before the beginning of every season, we go to measure. So if any farmer, you don't cut a tree, you are paid some bonus. Mm. The question is, what is it that all these inflows of your money, you cut it short and rely on only one crop, which we all said, like PPV is alluding, you are looking at a, a climate, which you say, weather yeah. forecast. I mean, so, 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 clearly, so clearly from what you said, things have changed. The results are there yeah. to see. And I'll, I'll come back to Fifi because Fifi, you... Kokoboro, obviously, because you put money in, um, you should be interested in, in clearly what appears to be on the face. And I'm saying clearly because there, there's a petition that a worker who identifies himself as an MPP polling station chairman in Jaboso, who works at UBC, uh, wrote to the vice president's office complaining about what has been happening at PBC in the last four years. And this went in, in on the 19th of May 2021. So clearly there's, there's, there's a problem a PBC and the results are there. If they were making profit back in the day, as uh, we just had there, why are they making losses now? But let me let me get in the cocoa farmers' point of view into this conversation because they are central to the to the to this to this whole issue that we are discussing. So let, let me bring in the uh, the the president of the National Association, and they have uh, uh, they even have a choice in this matter when they decide. 
to do business uh, with with the entities are they are they preferring to deal with with one entity instead of the other i said thank you for your time here on uh, on, on pm express if you may uh, do, do you do you in in doing business choosing who to, who to sell your your produce to do you consider pbc as 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 your preferred uh, i guess buyer for the cocoa that you produce Please unmute for me. Hello, Ms. Anani. Okay, um, we have a challenge with him. I will, we'll return to that um, if, we, if we get him. Ms. Anani joins us. Uh, hello? Yes, sir. Hello? Yes, I can hear you uh, now. Do you hear me? I can, yes. Yes, uh, good evening to the panel. Uh, yes, uh, PBC situation is very, very sad. Honestly, all along, we don't know much about PBC's operation. But uh, we come to realize that along the line, Kukubo, uh, I mean, PBC was not financially sound. So we cocoa farmers, we produce cocoa along the line. We Because uh, PBC is a state-owned uh, company. We decided to partner them because we realized, or along the line, we came to realize that uh, we farmers are not being treated well. So we will try to partner PBC, said that we can also be producing and sell our product to them since it's a state-owned company. But uh, along the line, we saw that they were not ready to partner us. So. The money was not there when we send our cocoa uh, produce to any of these people, uh, PBC. Difficult that they pay us. They don't get money to pay us. And the buyers, I mean, the uh, commission buyers, they also buy the cocoa from us. They keep it. And then because monies are not coming, they also sell it to uh, other uh, colleagues. So it, become, it became a problem for them. And we cocoa farmers along the line, we sat somewhere, we had these discussions, and we even confronted them. I remember one time we went to PBC office and was trying to see how best we can partner them and then we help their situation because monies were not being paid to us and along the line we were also finding financial problems but nobody was responding to our, our case. So we decided that, well, if that is the case, when you send your products, your produce to PBC, they find it difficult to pay you. So we should also look at other way around because they are, we are, although they are, they are selling just like others are selling, I mean buying, but we, our case, we need money and our money is so small that we cannot wait so they get money before they pay us so we decided to do all round business with all the companies who are ready and financially sound and pay us so as for pbc operation uh, in fact we don't know much but because it's a state-owned company we were interested to partner them because along the line we know cocoa board was telling us that they don't know Ghana National Cocoa Farmers Association. And even if that was the case, uh, 
a cocoa coffee she and not association was not existed then yeah. i mean so I, 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 I don't want, i don't want to go into the disagreements about which but but, but so 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 why don't you so, so you I, I want to focus. I want to focus on on what you just described earlier. So the reason why the cocoa farmers decided to fundamentally just do business with anybody else other than PVC and the market share shows it is because they were failing to pay you once they buy your cocoa. Yes. Okay. Uh, but and that was the. Is it is it that I also so want interested to know? I'm interested to know if you had your way. That was the problem. Okay, yes. if you had your way, would you have preferred to do business with the PBC instead of the other private operators in the uh, cocoa buying chain? Oh yes, because it's a it's a, a state-owned company. We were be very. I mean, all along we were all praying that they will be financially sound. I think we may have lost him on the line there in terms of his connection. So um, that we can sell our produce with. But along the line, we are much, much happy if they can also revive their company. And we would like to do business with them. Okay. And even we prefer that mm -hmm. if that is the case, because they are the mother company in the system, they should have a way of surviving. Because government has much shares. And we were having a trust in them than any other companies uh, or the new company. companies. So you, you, trust them, you trust them better than the private guys. So, but let me yes. ask you, the, 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 private, the private entities that you were, you were dealing with, were, were they able to pay you on time? Yes. Uh, looking at their situation, because now they are not financially sound, and uh, when we send our cocoa, instead of taking it to them and they borrow waiting until some time before they pay us. It's better we go to the private companies because they are financially okay. So when you send your product there, they will pay you out. Okay. And we trust, I mean, now they have become efficient for us because PBC is not financially sound. Okay. Steven, thank you. Stay with me. Fifi, so that, that, that isn't that the problem. I mean, for the ordinary cocoa farmer, their preference, he says, ordinarily, is that we'll do, business, we'll, do, we'll do business with the PBC. But PBC is not paying them. I mean, and, and that's Oh, what, yes. And, uh, hold on for me, Fifi. But that's what I'm, 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 I struggle. Why is it that the private sector guys are able to find the money and pay the cocoa farmers? But PBC can find the money, even when they have your help, even when they have state, state, state assistance to pay. Everybody's playing the same, in the same leagues here. You understand why the ordinary cocoa farmer will make a choice. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. To do with a private guy who pays him promptly and not do with PBC who is struggling to pay them, although they are all dealing do, doing the same business. Do, do you understand why that is the case? That PBC is struggling I, I, to I, 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 I get a point, except that the little uh, point of departure from that uh, argument is that 
it is not a case that at all times PBC is not paying farmers when they sell their cocoa to farmers. Of course, when they get the seed funds, they are able to pay promptly when the farmers give their cocoa to them. So it's not at all times where they are unable to pay promptly to cocoa farmers. Um, there are farmers who have developed that trust in PBC to the extent that their wish and their preference is to sell to PBC. So yeah. clearly, we do not say that at all times PBC is unable to perform its responsibility. Uh, I do not, I, I, I agree that there is a challenge there. But when a business is in critical situation, it is not one you say that the fact that you have a challenge, so automatically that business must collapse. There are private businesses that are going through challenging moments, but if they are looking at means of ensuring that they are able to stay afloat. Yeah, I mean, if I, if I may ask you, I guess that, that is the, at the heart of this conversation. I guess the, 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 the Cocoa Bot's own interest in this. Because you put your money in, and, and invariably it is our money, your money and mine, because it's taxpayers eventually. What, is the inter- what interest is Cocobot taking in the decline of PBS? And what is Cocobot doing about it, assisting to fix a problem? What, what has happened? What conversations have happened? Okay, so let, me, let me iterate some of the things I've already said. One, Cocobot is ensuring that PBC is able to get seed funds. Two, the seed so funds... From where? Are sorry, from where? Get from them from where? Say? From Cocobot. From Cocobot. Okay. Yes, Cocobot provide them with seed funds saying that they will be able to go to the market and but, buy. But, but, but that's not new. You've been doing that all well, the time. That, but the, the, the difference is that with the other LBCs, you have to provide a guarantee before you'll be able to assess the seed funds. In the case of PBC, that's not what is happening now. We have a special arrangement, a, a special dispensation has been created between Ministry of Finance and SIGA. When we give them the seed fund, without it providing guarantee. If they are not providing a guarantee, it means that they are able to also save some money because by raising that guarantee from the bank would come at a cost. So that cost is also taken out of your cost of running your business. Apart from that, we also realized that they were also having some challenges with the banks, for example. So even raising money or even when monies are paid into the account, it has its own challenge. Yeah, because we so, owe the bank five hundred million. Of your office, no bank will deal with them. And if, if, if yeah. the money hits, the bank will take their money. Yeah. So a special arrangement in connection with the PBC has been made where their monies are able to get to their district offices and then their agents out there to be able to buy cocoa for them. Of course, when they raise their uh, what we refer to as CTROs, that is the receipt for cocoa purchases. A special arrangement has also been put in place to ensure that they are able to get payment for that as early as possible in order for them to turn around the money available to them. Of course, they still have some money they are supposed to pay to Cocoa Board, but there's still a need for us to ensure that they are able to go out there and do business. Aside that, realizing that they have some challenges, we are also stream, helping them streamline some of their activities. Uh, we talked about the fact that now uh, Golden Bean is making profits. This was not the case, but because we realized that it was one of the things that was hemorrhaging the institution, there was a need to have some understanding that would bring them back to the profit line mm. such that they would be able to make profit and they would not have to now send money 
to the hotel in order for the hotel to operate, whereas they could be making profit to support their business. Yeah, but what about so what about Fifi? I mean, you said a lot of things, but what about the the competence of the current management? I mean, because from everything we've heard, this wasn't the PBC story years ago. It has been in the last four years, at least if from the petition that went to the vice president's office, and in the last six years, if you, if you take it from 2020 to 2021, when the petition went. What about the competence of the current management? Very briefly, are you looking into that? And I, I don't know whether you, the people, you know, Cocoa Board, you have a stake. If a worker will write to the vice president to complain, you put your money in there. You should be interested also in the competence of the team managing the place. Obviously, they, 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 don't, they, they don't have the competence. They are incompetent. Well, I, I unfortunately, I, I lack the capacity to determine whether the managers are competent or... Yeah, but the evidence is on the face of the pink sheet. They're money. The fact that you run a show, and the show, you are unable to get some questions right as an interview. Oh, then I'm in That's not automatically... I take all responsibility for it. I'm incompetent. based on the shows you run. I'm sure after the show... Uh, like the multimedia system, uh, yes, we do a review of the show. No, no, no. Eventually, 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 they will suck you because you know, Fifi, you know, you know what I'm talking about. You, you, they'll suck you. I mean, but 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 stay. Let me let me get quick but, thoughts. But, 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 I, I, I must note this. Um, PBC, uh, I think in recent uh, past, it's not just one chief executive. For example, who has run PBC. Uh, there was a chief executive, but another one came. Unfortunately, he passed. Recently, a new one has been appointed uh, less than a month. So let's see what the new person also bring on board. I am I lack the capacity to determine okay. whether someone Nana, is competent. Nana, Nana, let, let me make Nana, let me because of time. Nanajiman, um, very briefly, if you may, in a minute, you've been there. Um, should the government, the current government, consider you know clear out at the at the PBC, change the management? Uh, I am not in that capacity to uh, advise. Okay. But like um, we just said, we are speaking to issues. And like I'm, re- I'm retreating. I wouldn't have come in here. Yeah, I, I know. There was no so so, so if, there's, if there's just one suggestion that you make, you can make, if somebody, because you've been there before, um, to 10 PBC around, what would that be? Very briefly, what would that one suggestion be if you have an opportunity? If you so again, I want to let Fifi know that it is not now that the Golden Bean is making profit. Golden Bean has been making profit since 2019. So even in 2019, June, July, Golden Bean... They made profit. Uh, but but, that, but, but that, was, that, was, that was my question. I just want to wrap up. What is that one suggestion, if you are asked, that you offer to the current management to tell you? One suggestion is that they should accommodate the workers and listen to their plea as against the tyrant position that they are using now of just summary dismissal of anybody who is a whistleblower. But, and that is where it, it, because like now nobody can advise, and that's where they are in now. Okay, well that, that's an interesting perspective. But thank you very much, gentlemen, for your time, Fifi, uh, Stephen, and and Nana. Uh, this is the PBC. It's our own, and it's just another classic example of, of a failing majority-owned state institution. Enjoy the rest of the evening.